When we're growing up, we're always told that we can be what we want, we can do what we love, and we can have anything as long as we work for it. The harsh reality though is that for many people, the options are limited. When it comes to things like jobs, homes, and other huge aspects of life, there's no cheesecake factory menu of choices for most people to select from. This is especially true in healthcare, where major industries, governments, and regulators have made it nearly impossible to choose the healthcare you want or to choose anything at all. I had a boss who was doing a really important speech and I knew that he was a little bit nervous about speaking in public. And he had propranolol, which is a beta blocker, and took it and crushed the speech and it was no big deal. And it made me think about how many people would never say yes. So few people are given the opportunity to speak, right? And then how many people wouldn't even be able to say yes to that? And I think a light bulb really went off then. It was a very impressionable moment for me to think it through how you design your life and what capacity or, or limits you set for yourself based on what you think is possible. What do you choose for yourself when you think that you're not going to be a good lover in a relationship because you're not in control of your sexual function? What kind of employee are you going to be when you have untreated depression and no one to talk to about it and don't feel comfortable sharing that? Like, What are the limits that you set for yourself? That's Hillary Coles, the co-founder and SVP of brand and innovation at Hims and Hers, a company that is bringing the power of choice back into the world of healthcare. But it's not just in business that options matter. Throughout Hillary's life, she has found that having options, being given opportunities, and opening up doors is necessary to find success. And when those options aren't there for you, maybe you just have to create them for yourself. This is The Journey. There are always exciting things happening in the world of small business. The news that grabs the headlines, though, are always the highlights. The overnight successes, the billion-dollar IPOs, the massive exits. But just like your Instagram feed, that's never the whole story. Let's look deeper than the headlines and press photos. Underneath all of that is the real work of building something valuable and lasting. Don't get me wrong, I love crazy success stories and can be drawn in by those big flashy tales just as much as the next person. But we all know that what's more important than the destination is how you get there. It's the struggles you have to overcome and the insights you learn along the way that make you who you are. So those are the stories we're telling. It's raw, it's honest, and maybe it's exactly what you need to hear. I'm Hillary Georgie, and this is The Journey. So, anyone who owns a small business knows what the difference between surviving and thriving feels like. And obviously, we all aim to thrive. That's why we're excited about our latest partnership with UPS. Our listeners know that whether you're moving your business online or getting into new markets or just trying to make things run faster and more efficiently, small businesses are up against a unique set of challenges. That's why UPS designed innovative tools just for small businesses that are made to help take you to the next level. Learn more about how UPS can get your small business moving forward at ups.com slash pivot. Hillary grew up in Canada, and after subscribing to beauty magazines at the ripe age of eight, she quickly realized that what she wanted to be was a magazine editor. At least, that's what she thought. But when she looked a little closer at the magazines she loved, 
she found in beauty something else that was much more fascinating. When I took a step back from magazines and the topic of beauty, I really realized that it was that interaction and how people felt and what people chose and how what I choose is different from what you choose. And I thought that was really, really fascinating. Hillary studied psychology in college and then got a front row seat to how the world actually operates when she took a temp job in the Canadian healthcare system. She saw how certain people were treated or mistreated. And she specifically saw that there were doors in the healthcare industry open only for a select few. In Canada, there's a universal healthcare system. So growing up, I was never concerned that I couldn't afford medical treatment, couldn't get in to see a doctor. But what I learned in this private health clinic is there's a whole other menu for people with means. And it's not that like fancy people, and again, I'm using fancy people flip, but like people with access, people with means have access. It's not that they don't bald. It's not that they don't have erectile dysfunction. It's not that they don't have bad skin. It's not that they're afraid of public speaking. They just have a doctor who will proactively offer them options for that. That really blew my mind. There was something wrong here. And Hillary felt called to fix it. So she enrolled in business school, believing that it would open up a path for her to change the world how she wanted. But as it turns out, even the options here were limited. At least they were for her. I felt very proud of myself for getting into business school. I never was particularly book smart. And I was very overwhelmed. I think I felt good about myself for three seconds. And then you look around and you're around all of these very accomplished people. And I was not good at the same things that a lot of my classmates were good at. I didn't have the traditional business experience. So I was already kind of behind. We were still focusing on recruiting with CPG companies, uh, investment banking, consulting. And I did not make it past the second round in any of those industries. It didn't make sense in my head. It wasn't the things that I was interested in. And like they could tell. That was obviously a really tough experience. I was one of the last people my class to find a job. And just, I always felt different. And I tried to lean into the ways that I was not different and just did like a poor <laughs> impression of a lot of my classmates who are brilliant. And instead of leaning in, and I think I finally like hit this wall through recruiting for months and months and months, where all of the signs of the universe are saying, you can't just pretend to be a worse version of this. You have to just be who you are and see how that goes. It was time to create her own lane, open up opportunities for herself, and in doing so, create a world where choice was possible for everyone. But even when you take matters into your own hands, there are some doors that remain closed or get slammed in your face. More after the break. Today's podcast is sponsored by UPS. Look, if there's one thing that all small business owners know, it's that keeping customers waiting just doesn't work. So UPS has unveiled their fastest ground shipping ever, getting you to customers in cities across the U.S. up to a day faster. And now Mission Podcast listeners can save on UPS's fastest ground shipping ever with the code SOAR, S-O-A-R. Small businesses around the country trust UPS to get their orders out the door and delivered every day. Your customers don't have time to wait, and you don't have time to waste. So head to ups.com slash pivot and use the code SOAR, S-O-A-R, to start shipping and saving with UPS's fastest ground ever today. After business school, Hillary met her eventual co-founder, Andrew Dudum, 
and went to work for him at a venture design studio called Atomic. He had this idea to create a subscription healthcare company focused on hair care, and she became obsessed with making it a reality. This was the dawn of the e-commerce and D2C era, when companies like Warby Parker and Birchbox were changing the game, and Uber and Grubhub were giving more power to consumers. Hillary and Andrew took notice, and they wondered, in a world full of options, why was healthcare so behind? Why is everything in our life that we have choices? It's transparent. We know how much it's going to cost. We're in control of it. But when it came to healthcare, it was like this weird piece that we all kind of ignored because it was so gnarly to interact with. And I remember getting a UTI and having to cancel my whole day. This is insane. I can order 16 different things for lunch. I could get to the doctor in 18 different ways today, but I still have to go and cancel my whole day. And by the way, I'm in pain. I don't feel good. That's not me going off to get a manicure. This is a terrible use of my day. And so that just wasn't the world that we wanted to live in. Their company was the way to bring more choice to people who felt like they had none. The only problem is Hillary and Andrew had very few choices themselves when it came to getting their business off the ground. We have no connections, no idea how we started build, no one to introduce us. Here you go, meet this person who's going to do this. And by the way, we were trying to do things that were new. We were gummy vitamins, gummy nutraceuticals. That was like a relatively new form factor, but we felt really passionate about that. We wanted to make shampoo. We wanted to get a true OTC. These are all different manufacturers and we knew nobody. And in many cases, I'd meet with these manufacturers all over the country and they would say, I don't want to take your money. I feel bad. This is not going to be a success. This market hasn't moved in 20 years. You're going to fail. Good luck. I'll take your money if you really want, but I don't think so. I would have to literally beg people to get put on the line because they were like, this is not a good idea. And you're new. I don't know you from Adam. I think in terms of recruiting, getting people to talk to you, we were not the prettiest girl at the dance. A good conversation ender is to bring a pair of loss and erectile dysfunction. And we were so excited about it. You're just like, look at my baby, isn't it beautiful? And they're like, no, not beautiful. And so that part was hard because people were embarrassed by association. And so I think it was hard. I think we had to knock three times to get the door open once in almost every context. They kept knocking until they found manufacturers and partners that would take a chance on them. They came up with a name for their brand and were ready to launch, but things were still very much up in the air. The products they were launching with for erectile dysfunction and hair loss were already taboo topics, and they were trying to encroach on a multi-billion dollar industry that, traditionally, doesn't take well to would-be disruptors. We were terrified in the months leading up to launch. We had this pink brand with cacti everywhere that was called Hims. My husband thought it was a horrible name. Most people thought it was a horrible name. And we were like, are we going to get laughed at? So like, it was very nervous. We were not sleeping in the months leading up to it. And so I think the biggest moment that we had was on launch in the weeks following launch, when we would just get this outpouring of customers who would order a just customers order. Customers will tell you whether or not it's, it's useful. Great first step. And then not only that, they were sharing, which we didn't even anticipate that social media and community would be a huge piece of what we did because it was so stigmatized. We thought people would want to engage with us because it was simple and it was affordable and it was convenient and it was beautiful and high quality and all these things. But to want to also share, that's the dream. We didn't even dare to dream that much. The customers loved hims and hers. They loved having the power to choose placed back into their hands. And as a result, Hims and Hers found itself on a rocket ship headed toward another galaxy. 
But there was one thing that kept Hillary and her team grounded, making sure the customer always had everything they needed. One of our strengths to this day is that we've kept a really efficient roadmap, which is why we're at the point now where we have hundreds of products, dozens of conditions, our breadth of what we offer for the size that we are is insane. We got to where took Teladoc 13 years to get to their first million visits, I think. And we were there in our first two years. We really went forward and it's because we're extremely disciplined and we're extremely thoughtful about the roadmap. What unlocks this? What states are going to be moving towards synchronous or asynchronous? How can we be ready for that? How do we build something that doesn't just unlock one product, but unlocks eight products in a category because then a customer is going to have better choice out of it? because we're so tight to our customer, we listen to our customer and are focused on our customer, we find today our consumers want choice. They want personalized care. Part of that is choice, understanding that what's good for this Hillary is different from what's good from you, Hillary. And having multiple products is key for that. Hims and Hers is an undeniable success. In the world of telehealth, Hims and Hers has achieved things on such an accelerated timeline that when you compare it to others in the industry, your eyes pop. The company has expanded in all directions, to skincare, to supplements, to primary care services. And Hims and Hers continues to expand. It just recently unleashed an entire ecosystem of options for people to get the mental health care they need. And the launch of that service has been yet another victory. Why has Hims and Hers been so successful? Because, as Hillary says, it's creating a front door for people to knock on. And Hims and Hers always opens the door. What we learned was that mental health is incredibly expensive and it's incredibly scary. So out of that, it was really important for us to offer a variety of options at different price points, as well as easy stepping stone ways to start. Because it's not like, and I say this for all of our products, it's not like you wake up one day and you're like, today's the day I'm going to tackle erectile dysfunction. Today's the day I'm going to tackle my anxiety, right? It often builds off of years and months and days of feeling off. And so to make that step and to come to Hims and Hers as a front door, which has been our mission, and I think where we've been uniquely successful, is that people want to come to our front door. People need to have choice. They have to see opportunities to make life better for themselves. And when those options are readily available, Hillary has seen that change truly is possible. I want to know if there's any instances or examples from your work at Hims and Hers where you've been able to see your community, like in their own element to be able to come alive and feel like themselves again? Oh, 100%. That is why I get up every morning. We see that in every single category, whether it's men writing in and sharing their wedding photos, because they're so proud of how they were able to look the way that they thought that they looked for their wedding day and show up as themselves and be able to enjoy the moment of marrying their partner. We see it from people who are able to reestablish intimacy in their relationships with erectile dysfunction, where they're like, we were wondering whether we throw in the towel because it had just become such a fraught issue because it's so vulnerable and it's so hard. And now we are aligned again. My days are joyful. All of these things that we all aspire to. We see that with mental health, especially through the pandemic, the great resignation and people not feeling like they had to hold on to their jobs necessarily for their insurance because they're able to continue their treatment. Of course, we all know this isn't where Hillary's story ends. It only highlights the need to keep delivering as many options as possible to everyone. There are never enough doors for people to walk through. So Hillary and her team will keep creating more. We believe that there's so much more to do as we continue to uncover all of the stones. And I think we're extremely motivated because we 
have the best customers and we hear from our customers all the time on what we're doing well or not, not doing well, what we could be doing better, what other areas that we could come and help their lives. And so I think in that way, coming back to our mission of being the front door to healthcare for everybody, how many front doors do there need to be for how many conditions in what type of ways, what other things should we have on the menu? Those are all the things that we're thinking about. At the end of the day, we're all unique, but we're all the same. We go through similar struggles. We have similar needs. We've all frantically Googled some ailment or other we're worried we have. We have all had an idea or a dream or a goal we hoped to achieve in life or in business, but then had the door slammed in our faces. Why shouldn't we all have access to the answers and the help we need for these things? Why can't we all have options to change our lives? We all can, but sometimes, as Hillary has shown us, you have to build the options for yourself. Then you can do the fun thing. You can open the door for everyone else to walk through and grant them that same empowering option to change their world. The Journey is created by Mission.org and sponsored by UPS. To learn more about the show or mission, visit Mission.org. And to learn more about how UPS can help your business, visit ups.com slash pivot.